Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. I want every American to be prepared for the hard days that lie ahead. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. See, senor. You know what it is. It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Uh, middle of the week. Brand new month, by the way. Uh, today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Now. Now, as in, now it gets hairy. You've gone all Time Magazine on us, like Time's Man of the Year. Right now! The woman. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a person, it's like a concept. Sometimes. <laughs> now. Now! Now is our general manager. Yeah, I was hoping now we'd all be getting drunk in the public square and enjoying ourselves, but apparently no, now it's crunch time. Yeah, I don't it's know. problem with this game. Every time I think I know how many innings there are, the coach sends me out again. I'm like, what? There's 18 more innings? What kind of game is this? Yeah, I know. I, I wonder. I don't suppose there's any way to figure this out. The pace of life, you know, we talked a lot over the last couple of years how the pace of the news and everything had sped up so much. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if we're just really, really ill-equipped for a long-lasting story, more so than we would have been even five years ago or ten years ago, because we're used to, this is the biggest thing in the world for like a day or two, right? maybe three or four days if it's huge, right? and then we move on to a completely different thing. New shiny object. New shiny object. And the idea of a one story lasting for months and months and months just doesn't fit in with, our, with the way, the way things work anymore. True. True enough. It's uh, breaking our brains. Well, although, although, in contrast to your illustration, this actually matters. Oh, yeah. yeah. This yeah, is of right. lasting significance. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, no doubt about that. But It's a uh, double whammy. Um, we just, I don't know. We got led to believe that all stories have a beginning, middle, and end that lasts roughly the day. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and then it's over, and we get exactly. to move on to something else, so we, so we don't get bored with anything. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that fits into the, I was thinking about that, <clears throat> listening to some stuff on the news, some more, oh, uh, the cast of The Nanny is getting together to read the script from the pilot episode, and they're going to do it online so you can watch if you're a big fan of The Nanny. And I think it's interesting that... Who saw that that coming? I think it's interesting that so much of what is pulled together in America is our entertainers found a way to keep entertaining us. Hmm. I guess that's what we demand or something because of the way we live our lives. Um, Just uh, one thing that cannot be disrupted. We need to find a way to keep our entertainment going. Yeah. Our jokes, our music must continue no matter what's going on. There's plenty of it. Yeah, I'm not against it. It's just just odd that that's the main thing we seem to be demanding out of our... It's a mood lift, though. I'm I'm pro. Well, yeah, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not against it. Why are you angry about it? Why do you want it shut down? Jack calls (laughs) for all music to be shut down. I don't know. I I, I think maybe in a different time that there might have been more of a the nation pulls together around uh, educating kids or something like that. Instead of, let's figure out a way to make sure we get our entertainment (laughs) to continue coming into our homes as often as we need it. I don't know. Um,. Got some stats on the month of March that are quite amazing, as March is now officially over and one of the most incredible months in the history of the world. 
If you have to run off to an appointment or something and don't have time to listen to that segment, the brief summary is crappy. Crappy. Uh, <laughs> economically, socially, health-wise. Government-wise, perhaps, government, with a mm, yeah, couple trillion dollars getting spent. Yeah. Crappy. Crappy. There you go. Uh, fitting in with a lack of toilet paper. Uh, let's introduce oh, everybody in the squad. That's unnecessary. Start you're, there with our board operator, Mike. Than that. No, not really. There's our board operator, Michelangelo. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, speaking of toilet paper, um, my fiance found found a place where they're selling one roll at a time. I don't know if I told you this, but so literally you go in there for like $2 to let you have one small, tiny roll. It's just pathetic. Is the toilet paper still a, 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 yeah. a, it's still a problem? Yeah, it Jimmy is. picks them up at Target the other day. They rationed her to one. Uh, it might have been a six-pack, uh, but you can only have one. Hmm. I'm surprised they haven't caught up on that yet. We have a tremendous amount of it for some reason and did at the beginning of this thing, so I haven't had to do any shopping for toilet paper. Mm. I like a little bottled water because I hate the environment, so I drink my water out of the little bottles. Good. Take and, that, uh, environment. You stupid <laughs> dolphins. I just keep trying to figure out a way, though, how I could start a business or make a little money during this time. I mean, helping people, but maybe make a little money on the side, you know? You're going to wrap that into toilet paper somehow? You're going to launder TP and resell? No, no, no I, I don't know. I was thinking maybe some sort of, like, pick up food for people's... That oh, type yeah. of service, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that'd be very nice to do. But like anyway. the, the toilet paper and shortages of stuff, bottled water, you can't find that anywhere. Really? Uh, yeah, the little huh. the little handheld bottles. I'll be just, darned. No, no convenience stores anywhere. Did I tell the story about trying to buy some water? I I stopped. No. At a, I go in every convenience store I'm in to buy a little bottled water because I like to keep it. I keep a case of it in the back of my truck, so if I'm ever thirsty. And uh, in the last several months, you can't find it anywhere. Grocery stores, Target, anywhere. And uh, I was at a convenience store, and they had some, and I took it up to the checkout guy, and he said, and I said, excuse me, and he said something else, and I couldn't understand him, and then, uh, and he finally punched it into the computer, and it was going to be $28 Whoa. for what is usually like four and a half bucks. <laughs> he was letting me know, you still want to buy this? I said, no, prices. no thanks, and I took it back and set it down. Wow. Thought, That's why you still have water here, and nobody else does, you're charging. Thank you. Come again to be gouged. But then I was at uh, Walgreens the other day, and there they had it stacked, stacks and stacks and stacks of it. I don't know if it just arrived that day or if they just have it or what, but mm. pallets of the thing. There you I go. feel like it's that way with toilet paper and other stuff. Did too. you hoard? Did you hoard some up? I bought one package. I'm not really a hoarder. Oh, uh, there's positive Sean, the boat. whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I have posted my uh, my guide, uh, things to watch while sheltered in place. Um uh, and it is broken up into comedies and not comedies. So, you know, depending on what sort of mood you're looking for. So you don't call things dramas. You call them not comedies? Yeah, yeah. That's it's, interesting. It's either comedy or not. Because there's mm-hmm. a documentary on there that's not necessarily a... It was just a... To me, that's that's the prism of which I look at, sure. at shows. If, am I looking to laugh or am I looking for something usually a little dark and serious? Um, but, uh, but yeah, there, there's five comedies, five not comedies. Uh, it's just presented in listicle form. Uh, not a lot of commentary on that. I'm going to go in deeper on each of those shows on, uh, this Friday's edition of the One More Thing podcast where I hijack the studio from you guys and kick you out. That's, uh, handy. I think there are a number of listeners who are looking for what's the good thing to watch right now. And Sean is good at that. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, April 1st, a brand new month. Could it be as bad as the last month? Let's find out, everybody. I guess it could be. 
April 1st, rent is due. We're Armstrong. The rent gets too damn high. We're Armstronging. I can't, I'm not paying my rent unpayable. this month. I'm not paying my rent this month. So are right. you kicking me out or not? I don't know. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin the show officially now according to FCC and CDC rules and regulations socially separating at Mark. I want every American to be prepared for the hard days that lie ahead. We're going to go through a very tough two weeks. And then hopefully... As the experts are predicting, as I think a lot of us are predicting after having studied it so hard, you're going to start seeing some real light at the end of the tunnel. But this is going to be a very painful, very, very painful two weeks. That was, according to a number of historians I've seen and like journalists who've been around, you know, they're not 23 years old. An extraordinary moment. Uh, people racking their brains trying to think, when is the last time a president of the United States has ever made a statement like that at a microphone? And people struggling to come up with anything. Ooh. That was as serious a statement as has come out of the, the, the Oval Office ever. Yeah. You might have to go back to uh, a Cuban Missile Crisis, maybe? Something Kennedy at the like desk that. talking about we might be at nuclear war tonight? That sort of thing. But, I mean, that is... That's the most serious I've ever heard Trump, and that's the most serious I've ever heard a president be about the state of America. As has been pointed out, even the great wars, if you were not fighting in them, you were fine at the homeland. You know, perhaps, uh, you know, lonely, longing, grief-stricken, whatever for your your loved one, but you weren't under physical threat. This is going to be a rough two weeks, says the freaking president. Painful. That uh, That is something. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's better than that. Yeah. It's going to be a painful four minutes, Jack. So, the mailbag as segment. bad as March was, April could be worse. <clears throat> yes. Uh, in, in fact, in is that likely? Ways. Surely not economically. Although, man, those numbers. The continuation of something bad. Is that worse? I don't know. It's it's bad. It's... Anyway, it is Let's what say, it is. Why compare? It is what There's it no is. no need to compare. Well, it's just, like your children. I'm wanting everything Let's... to be on the upswing. The pendulum is now swinging up, but no, I just... I no. We're not even we're close not, to that We're yet. not that. No. That is not happening. <laughs> Clearly. call it your pendulum repairman. The pendulum is not just swinging. Just keeps going down. No, hey, no, no, this no. is not a very good pendulum. Wow, that's funny. I even <laughs> throw that out there and everybody... What, what are you cutting? Are you kidding? <laughs> not even close. No. The ball has come off the string and is rolling down a hill. Oh, this pendulum is not swinging upward, sir. Wow, we'll catch you up on stuff. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Why would I ever listen to anything that WHO says now that I know they're completely frauds and in bed with the Chinese? Well, yeah. We give them $50 million of taxpayer money to be part of that organization? We need to pull out of the WHO. Let's not be hasty during these troubled times, Jack. No, this one's to be hasty about now that we know this. Got a more example of that coming up. Well, yeah, there's been a lot of uh, dishonesty. It's for our own good, of course. Let's begin with masks and go on to the mm. WHO, but more on that to come. Mailbag! Woo-hoo! Oh, that's right. I, I like this jaunty music. world needs more jauntiness right now. These are not jaunty times. Not really. 
Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day, continuing on with our Thomas Sowell uh, series. Uh, There's no point blaming the tragedies of socialism. Hello. There's no point blaming the tragedies of socialism on the flaws or corruption of a particular leader or leaders. Any system which allows some people to exercise unbridled power over others is an open invitation to abuse, whether that system is called slavery or socialism or something else. That's actually a really good bedrock principle. If a system grants unbridled power of one person over another, it's bad. Well, that sounds like capitalism to me, says the uh, Bernie fans. You're wrong! Wow. The subject line of this message is simply hero. This note from Ross from South Dakota, who's currently stuck in the Netherlands. I don't throw that word around, guys, but Positive Sean is the greatest American hero in history, to paraphrase the words of the greatest TV lawyer ever. What? uh, Lionel Hutz. You heard me, Saul. It's Lionel Hutz, he writes. What was the quote there? Uh, Sean is the greatest American hero in history. (laughs) The greatest American hero in history. Already an avid social distancer before any cases were found in China, video gaming with family and friends to keep up personal relationships, giving up binge-watching recommendations, daily updates on what dairy product he's getting low on. I'm sorry, I blew his punchline. I'm an idiot. He is not the hero we deserve, but positive Sean is the hero we need right now. K-G-G-R-O-H-T-S-T-Q-U-G-Q. Keep giving great recommendations on how to survive the great quarantine. Ross from South Dakota. I'm now out of yogurts. Uh, here's your, uh, from <laughs> Maureen, here's your uh, homeschooling headline. One kid expelled, one kid suspended, one teacher fired for drinking on the job. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Troubled times at the homeschool. There's a nice note from Catherine, also on the topic of teachers. You guys mentioned that some school districts were not allowing teachers to contact the children. Yeah. It's primarily a, a social justice urge that you can't like start teaching and reaching out to the kids who do have the computers and Internet at home until you figure out if everybody does, which is an interesting philosophy. Yeah, I it is. Get it. I, 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 I was uh, texting with somebody in a different school district than mine yesterday, so it's uh, a variety of places where... Um, Seems to be a lot more emails and messages about the feeding of the kids than the oh, educating yeah. of the kids. Yeah, absolutely. And because I believe the government w- now feeds your kids. And I believe when we started this whole idea of a uh, uh, we all pool our money together and educate our populace, it wasn't about feeding the kids. Absolutely not. But now in a crisis, first thing we got to do is make sure everybody gets fed before they learn. It's a school. It's kind of in the name. Yeah, it's about learning. But mm-hmm. nope. Feeding everybody has got to be job one. Once we get everybody fed, then we figure out who uh, who is maybe um uh doesn't have the money for pencils or something. Then we got to work all that out. Then we'll get to the bulk of humanity to learn. I'm not sure that's a good way to do it. Honey. Who wants to eat? Who the f- wants to eat? Go have something to eat. Every local principle there. Every aspect of this whole thing: masks, schooling. So many different things have been the, uh, the the vaccine have been the perfect being the enemy of better than doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I just I remember the day I said to Judy that, sweetheart, I've been thinking about it, and I think it's time we start a family. Let's let's have a little baby and let the government raise it. Disgusts me. Anyway, uh, you're not here to be disgusted. So moving along. Oh, uh, so schools not contacting children. In the area where my daughter's family lives, the teachers did a parade of cars through neighborhoods, honking, waving, and letting the kids know they were missed. 
That's a good one. Isn't that sweet? That's awesome. That's nice. Thanks for the note. Uh, Tammy, simple solution for your wipes issue, Jack. Just get a small diaper pail, set it next to the toilet, put a small plastic trash bag in it. Well, we can figure out the rest, Tammy. (laughs) She goes on to describe exactly what to do. Uh, Then toss the bag on trash day. It's like having diapers in the house again. It's not a bad idea. I remember the. Nah, why would I even go there? Why would I even go there? I don't know. And to do with a trip to Mexico. Moving along. Wow. What about it? (laughs) Mm. Mm. Never mind. Nobody's here to be grossed out either. Nope. Not depressed or grossed out. We're eliminating those two things. Uh, Chinese food. Jack, you searched in vain for it. You wondered if Chinese uh, restaurants in particular were closing. Yeah, one was outright closed on their website, and then a couple others, nobody answered the phone. Grandma T writes, hey, Jack, most Chinese restaurants close Mondays. Not all, but most. I didn't know that. That was a Monday, wasn't it? How did I not know that? I don't know. I think it was a Monday. I don't know. Is that a well-known thing that other people know? Uh, Now that she points it out, it's clearly true. I guess I I just... Our favorite Chinese... Because they're open Saturday, Sunday. I guess I've just never... Wanted Chinese food on a Monday in my life. I did not know that. How odd. One in seven chance. Well, other, and you've never hit it. Hey, uh, steak restaurants are open on Saturday and Sunday, too. And they're open on Monday. So don't act like that makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Ooh, a little racism here. That doesn't make, make sense. sense to the Chinese Well, people. you just said, well, they're open Friday and Saturday, so they're closed Monday. No, uh, every restaurant's open Friday and Saturday. Chinese and restaurants more likely to be a family business uh, where they, mom and pop, they need exactly. a day off or something. Yeah. Steak restaurants and, can... and Chinese people who you hate, evidently. I don't know why. Did not know they're closed on Mondays. Beaten up by a Chinese boy as a youth. <laughs> <laughs> it's very ugly. <laughs> The Armstrong and Getty Show. In the next several days to a week or so, we're going to continue to see things go up. We cannot be discouraged by that because the mitigation is actually working. Yeah, they are continuing to go up. So as of last night, there are about 190,000 confirmed cases in the United States. Nobody knows how many because of our uh, government completely messing up the whole testing situation. But anyway, it was up 15% from the day before. 3,900 deaths, which was a 23% increase from the day before. Oh, boy. Uh, which is just amazing. That number is always 20, 30, 40%. And it's going to continue for a while, as Dr. Fauci just said right there. Um. Yeah, coming up probably at the beginning of next hour, we have a comparison of place X, which is at the same place K, place Y was two weeks ago. Place Y now has quadrupled deaths that X does now. Blah blah blah. It's all about the curve and and what to expect. Uh, fairly rough is the answer. Yeah, I go back and coming forth up. on this in my own mind, let alone for the just for the radio show between. Uh, and how much time do you want to think about this? You got to think about other things, do other things. On the other hand, it is one of the most extraordinary things that has ever happened in our nation's history, not even just our lifetimes. Uh, I think it's it's safe to say it is one of the great events of world history. Sure it is. Absolutely. It'd be it it, it I don't know where it would come down on the list. You know, I got to think meteor 65 million years ago is number 1. Certainly, that's our headline. Meteor wipes out dinosaurs. And like 90% of plant life and something and, like that. And lots of plants. Film at 11. 
But you go down the list, World War II is on the list, I suppose. Certainly. Yeah, your world wars, obviously. The flu pandemic in 1918. Yeah, but it's going to make That's your, like page three. It's going to make your top ten, probably, world events. It certainly could. Yeah. Of and, all time. That's that's really, you think about it that way. That's extraordinary. I would say it's particularly notable given the state of modern medical science, which is excellent. And, and, and communication and travel, which is a blessing and a curse. Yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, it's astoundingly significant. Well, they announced yesterday is going to be somewhere between 120 and 240,000 deaths, probably. Mm-hmm. And so Peter Baker of the uh, New York Times uh, looked up some of your stats. The president said this is bigger than like world wars and stuff. And uh, so uh, U.S. death in uh, Vietnam, 58,000. It's going to be significantly more deaths than Vietnam mm-hmm. in the end, probably. World War One about 115,000. And about half of those were from the Spanish flu. Right. So it's going to be more than that. World War II was 400,000 uh, U.S. deaths, so probably not going to reach there. But it's, God, I hope it, not. it would have without the social distancing, which only is happening because of modern science and modern communication. Uh, I was reading some more stuff about the Spanish flu of 1918. They just didn't have the communication necessary at that time. For Newark couldn't be in touch with... Uh, Los Angeles with that, they could barely be in touch. You get into smaller areas, they mm-hmm. really couldn't be in touch instantaneously where we can now, where you can look at a map and say, look, it's burbling up here and here and here. Look at them, you know, come up with a model of project what it's going to do. It took a long time for people to figure it out. Yeah. Um, in fact, there, there are lots of areas where they didn't even know what had happened after it was over. People just saw they just died of the flu, just like people die of the flu every year. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how it fit into the bigger picture just because of communication at the time. But so even with modern communication, um, well, and you have to have somebody soon. whose whose job it is to use that yeah. modern communication too, and to file those reports and you know, whatever confer with uh, other experts. So we're in in well, we should be in better shape than we are, but we're in really good shape to deal with this sort of thing, and it's still you know sweeping the globe. That is something right there. Yep. Joe Joe Getty announces this is a top ten event in world history. Recorded history, yeah. Number six will shock you. The great uh, caveman gonorrhea crisis. I Nobody bothered to write down, so I don't know anything about it. Was there one of those? I oh, didn't... it was terrible. You can't imagine. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and you think that'd be an event that would make a... <laughs> yeah, you're begging for a saber-toothed tiger to eat you. You know? <laughs> Terrible. Uh, but one of the things they mentioned yesterday, Fauci and Burks, at the marathon session was uh, that nothing is currently playing a bigger role in slowing this down than the continued diligence of the American people. You're welcome. Uh, well, uh, there's I've no, been diligent. There are no magic. Me too. For my, But, you know, uh, as usual, as the way most human beings are built, that's why capitalism works, out of, uh, you know, self-preservation. Yes. I'm doing it from, from, for me and my family. Honestly, Mostly, yes. That's what makes things work. And, and, and so people don't yell at me. <laughs> there is no magic bullet. There's no vaccine. There's no therapies. It's just behaviors. And it's not time to take our foot off the accelerator, to pre- but to press it down, said Dr. Fauci. Do not let your foot off the gas. I, I, I got to get that into my mind because yeah. I keep feeling like we're kind of, you know, we kind of passed the worst of it. Now we're going to ease back into normal life. He's saying it's just the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's, I'm, well, he's certainly right. Uh, I'm going to wonder this out loud. A lot of people acted as if the president's saying, I hope we can open this thing up by Easter. Start. He said, start opening it up. And uh, it turns out it's not going to go that way. Um, 
Now, over on the Trump hating channels, they're acting as if that was just a horrific betrayal and that people were uh, convinced it would be Easter and that this is a, just an absolutely d- d- deadly disappointment for most Americans. I, you know, I no. heard it and thought, no. well, he's hoping that's yeah. aspir- we'll see right. it's aspirational and, and I'm fine. But I here's so my wondering out people took it. Here's my wondering out loud thing. He has a couple of times expressed a great deal of hope. On the date or the uh, the, the the drug, the um, malaria drug or what have you, um, turns out not to pan out or not sure. That, I wonder if uh, the president scales back on that sort of thing, the the super optimistic salesman thing, because well, that's what he is. He's a real estate well, salesman. Well, as, as I mentioned uh, earlier, it seems to be agreement among all the people I respect. Certainly sounded that way to me. He was the most somber sounding he's ever sounded. Mm. That was the most somber sounding any president has ever sounded in my lifetime. Mm. I've never, even after 9-11, there was, I don't know, unless you lived in New York, I don't think most of us felt like we personally were at threat. There was a lot of somberness. There was, that was definitely somber, but yeah. not the, oh my God, I might die, my family might die sort of somber. Everything, I, I don't think so. Everything post 9-11, there was never the worst is yet to come angle that this seems to have there there the week after 9-11 was absolutely drowning in fear and anticipation of another attack i must tell you it was absolutely thick in the air to the point that people were saying ridiculous stuff like this is the end of irony the end of humor there will never be any more jokes i mean can you imagine saying somebody saying that it was it was it was horrible but anyway moving on um, I just I wonder if, how the president's tone will evolve if these two weeks are, as he just told us, uh, going to be really painful. The next two weeks. We'll see. They hit the rarely seen five banger in a drug smuggling tunnel from Mexico to San Diego. What's a five banger? Five different drugs, Jack. Thirteen hundred pounds of cocaine. A little pick me up during these troubled times. Eighty six pounds of methamphetamine for the. Budget conscious uh, snorter. Uh, budget conscious, sir. You know, maybe your 401k took a hit. I you wish decided, I... honey, let's stop doing regular cocaine and right. use methamphetamine. You get roughly the same buzz. Uh, we won't have to spend as much on dental care. Exactly. We'll have fewer teeth. Exactly. We could become the star of some sort of Netflix thing eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet in right been, now. We've been working our way through mountains of blow like Tony Montana over here. It's time to go to meth. These are difficult times. For Halloween, you were wanting to go as Joe Exotic's husband. Exactly. So who, <laughs> who needs the teeth? You don't have to buy any goofy toofies online now. <laughs> Methamphetamine, the furloughed man's cocaine. So that's two drugs. Wow. 17 pounds of heroin. 3,000 pounds of marijuana. And listen to this, enough to kill the eastern seaboard, two pounds of fentanyl, according to the AP. Authorities say this is the first time five kinds of drugs have been found in a single tunnel in the area. It had an underground rail system, Jack, lighting and ventilation. You know that big giant trillions of dollars infrastructure uh, project? We ought to hire the cartels to do it. They're really capable. Mm. Oh, let's see. It's been in place for at least a few months. Investigators say no arrests made at this point. Uh, but that is right outside San Diego. I'll be danged. It's a lot of drugs. How many things are going on that aren't being uh, discussed or caught or whatever because of this crisis? Oh, my God. Just... Whether it's, you know, thievery in local governments or uh, 
or a regular old-fashioned thievery, like you were just talking about there. Yeah, drug smuggling and gang... I saw road rage killing the other day. I was like, are you people serious? Come on now. Just, 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 let's not be road ragey right now. Sure, idiots, idiots are driving and they cut you off. Just chill. What various world leaders are doing, you know, what, how's, how are Assad, how's Assad and Turkey and that whole thing in Syria going? I don't know. I haven't heard a word about it now for about a month and a half since, uh, the, the commie virus hit the, hit the newspaper. Right. Yeah. I saw one of those today. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's still going on. Uh, I don't know. How's old uh, Angie Merkel doing? Didn't she test positive? Uh, I think she came back negative, uh, but she uh, she self quarantined because oh, she's okay. surrounded by people. That Netanyahu's were... positive. Yeah. Bojo's positive. Yeah, and they're hunkered down, and they seem to be okay. And if you're in the eighty percent, that it's not much. It's not much. Yeah. It just isn't much. The problem is everybody you uh, coughed on in the last several weeks might have it, and who knows what it's like for them. Right. Right. Um, I just hope it doesn't get Macron because he is so pretty, and. Don't we need beautiful people more than ever right now? Oh, jeez. <laughs> the <laughs> loathing, the universal loathing of celebrities right now has so gladdened my oh, yeah. heart. That's one of the great things to come out of this. Oh, that's that's the lift we need, isn't is, it? Is America has said, oh, shut up to most <laughs> of your celebrities. Yeah, you amuse me sometimes on a screen. Shut up. Um, but one of the most startling things to come out of yesterday's marathon press conference was the latest numbers are about one in four uh, plague cases are symptom-free, one in four, which is a higher number than they had previously thought. That is amazing. And Zero symptoms. And chilling. So anybody listening right now might have it, and you're spreading it to your family and your co-workers and everybody. It is chilling. Yeah, that's why, uh, yeah, yeah. As the the president, Dr. Fauci, said, it's, it's time not to ease up but to double down. So I'm out. You're out of what? I'm out of here. See you, <laughs> see you virus dripping you're, bastards later. You're out of what? I'm out. I'm gone. I'm, I'm outie. And you're going where? Please, I'm gonzo. Elsewhere. I'm going to isolate. Far away from you people. So do Mexican restaurants close on Thursdays? Are there any other things I need to know that I've missed out on in my lifetime? <laughs> Just text me. I'll let you know. Ice cream case places case. aren't open on Sunday mornings? Of course not. You didn't know that? Idiot. <laughs> What are people doing with all this free time, if you're in that category, among other things we can talk about? Oh, and Bill Gates, more than the designer of Word, um, he, he's been warning us about this for years. Should listen to old Bill Gates. He brought us the Zoom. He brought us this pandemic information. <laughs> the Zoom. Not to be confused with Zoom, who security, computer security experts are saying, look, Zoom is Chinese malware. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't want that on my phone. Yeah. I, should, I, I knew I had a feeling about Bow it. Bow down to Chairman Xi, sucker. Stay <laughs> tuned for more. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I do want to get to later some of the um, tweet responses on, because the theme was, I've been lying to myself all these years that if I just had more free time, I would... Mm, don't the, bring that and up. And now people are getting... Oh, <laughs> some people... That's I, too painful. <laughs> I, and I think a lot of people with kids, have zero free time. I have less free time than I've ever had in my life. But 
if you do have more free time, are were you lying to yourself all these years? Or are you are you learning to play the piano or keeping your house cleaner or exercising more or any of the things you've always told yourself you would do if you had more free time? Writing your memoir. Right, exactly. Yeah. Little, little book you're working on? <laughs> How's that coming along? <laughs> All right. Yes. Oh, there was a note I wanted to throw. Oh, uh, but it is worth pointing out, and we will in detail later on, that there are those who are shut down just dying for something to do. And then there are people who are working so hard they can't stand it. They don't see their families, whether they're in uh, the grocery business or healthcare or whatever. It's right. gone crazy. The opposite extreme. Hey, uh, so uh, Bill Gates has been trying to warn us for quite some time that something like this might happen. This is the software mogul in 2015. If anything kills over 10 million people in the next few decades, it's most likely to be a highly infectious virus rather than a war. We have invested a huge amount in nuclear deterrence. But we've actually invested very little in a system to stop an epidemic. We're not ready for the next epidemic. We need to get going because time is not on our side. In fact, if there's one positive thing that can come out of the Ebola epidemic, it's that it can serve as an early warning, a wake-up call to get ready. If we start now, we can be ready for the next epidemic. So is there going to be enough acknowledgement that the government failed us? Or are we too partisan to ever do that because you would have to, uh, like, accept just that the government failed us, both parties? Because this is, you know, what, we've known this for many, many, many years. The fact that within days we were behind on having masks for people in hospitals, that's the government failing the people of the United States. Your, you, your job is to anticipate these things and prepare for them. Yeah. That's why we give you so much of our freaking paychecks. There will be a 9-11 commission. Ish, you know, that style of commission on this, and I hope their reports are detailed, merciless, and I hope their recommendations are adopted. I, I think they will be. Given this thing's status, as we've decided one of the top ten stories in world history, back to the dinosaurs, um, I'm hoping it is taken that seriously. Although, my God, if we have lost our capacity for that sort of adult thinking and acting because we become so wildly partisan and prone to hyperbole and the rest of it, you know, God help the uh, the union. But uh, I think the right thing will happen. I hope. Uh, Bill Gates, by the way, says what we need to do now. He has uh, three things. First, uh, there's no consistent approach for people staying home. The country's leaders need to be clear. Shut down any, every, anywhere means shut down everywhere. Any confusion about this point will only extend the economic pain, raise the odds the virus will return, and cause more deaths. Oh, boy. There's a hell of a lot of people who are already just hurting bad financially. Second, Gates notes, our testing efforts, both in number of tests available and how they're administered, needs improvement. Self-test swabs that don't expose healthcare workers as well as better prioritization who gets the tests are two things he's pushing for. The third bullet point per bill, a data-based approach to developing treatments and vaccine. He notes that although scientists are working as fast as they can to develop both, leaders can help by not stoking rumors or panic buying. All right. I think that's a shot at Trump for saying the uh, the hydrochloroquine is uh, promising. People are <laughs> whatever. People are stockpiling it, I guess, and or uh, doc. We read the other day doctors are stockpiling it. Sure, for them and their own family, right? People who depend on that drug for like lupus, though, are now suffering horribly because you can't find any. So that's no good. 
Well, we covered the mass thing yesterday, and I want to beat that uh, dead horse. But um, well, there's more on that. It, we'll... ca- it came up in the the press conference yesterday, and that's uh, another example that clearly wearing masks was a good idea. It would have been better to tell America cover your face with something, yeah. anything. So that you're not breathing on other people, and some of what you're breathing in doesn't get into your body. Keep your droplets to yourself. Who knows how that could have flattened the curve if we had all jumped on that right away. But the government lied to us about that to try to make up for the fact that they failed us in not having enough masks for everybody in an emergency. Yeah. And I don't mean everybody. I mean people in uh, hospitals. Well, and and I hear people snarkily, superiorly uh, saying, I see people wearing the masks wrong all the time and the rest of it. I'm hearing a lot of that. Or the masks won't help unless you wear them properly. Uh, I tell you what, I've looked at the guidelines for how to wear the masks. It could easily be encapsulated in a 30-second public service announcement that airs everywhere. It would be a good, solid instruction on how to wear the masks. It would be imperfect, and some people are just so chuckle-headed you can't get through to them, but it would be a vast improvement. And I just, I don't know. No, the government just flat-out failed us by not telling us right off the bat, if you're outside, wear a mask, tie a bandana around your nose, If you're among humans, something, anything to keep the droplets from going up your nose. Or right. from you to spraying them out, because right. you might have the disease. Indeed, and you might not know it. Yeah, the messaging... If they'd done that right off the bat, who knows how this would have been different? I fought my way through a substantial part of the uh, the briefing yesterday from the White House. They need to tighten those up to me and make the messaging clear and, and bullet pointish and unmistakable. I mean, answering questions from dumbass reporters for two-plus hours, I mean, I'm not sure that's helping us, but... One man's opinion. 